catch. Yellow. Aaron Rose. Hello. Now, listen, I don't know if you guys want to dive right into this with the apology uh, podcast, but we can we can see how this one goes. But um, we will, uh, before maybe we get to the apology, we will recap game one, uh, our reaction. This is the reaction pod. Uh, quick recap. We're going to be in and out of here. Just you guys were live at the game. I saw uh, all the second half, some of the second quarter. Uh, I've got my thoughts, and I just want to know, like, are we all on board? Six seed, 45 to 49 wins. Uh, Aaron, do you want to? Can I, can I still take the under on that? Is that available? Well, you're, you're, it is available. You were quick take it yesterday because you saw some mock-up yak, Jakob uh, interview where he said, I don't know who he's speaking for, but I'm, you know what? That might be the reason why he didn't play much yesterday. Maybe they, maybe everyone saw that interview with Jakob uh, yesterday. Um, Kitch, anything you want to say about 45 wins? Well, I thought we were trying to be positive in this pod, but we've, we've got ne- we've got a win in our belt and we're already negative. Well, just, we're not negative. We're just, I would just like to know. I mean, listen, I'm clearly onto something here. You guys are way off and I just what, thought maybe what, you don't okay, want to complain. What was your, what was your, what are we apologizing you for? I don't even know. What well, you guys, were, you both poo-pooed uh, during the pod and, and subsequent on chats about where, how you'd love the under at 46 and a half or you love it that yeah, well, we're going to be. So I'm just saying like, I'm, Obviously, last night is an indication this team is the sky's the limit. This is a setup, and I don't appreciate it whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, you guys were there, uh, Aaron. I'm going to start with you. You had to cover it from a um, from a work standpoint, but give me the uh, give me the off work um, view of the Raptors uh, game one, 97-94, thrilling 97-94 win over the uh, Ballyhood uh, Timberwolves. It was an ugly, ugly game, but it's okay to win ugly. Darko told us that that's how this team might have to win at the beginning of the season because the half-court offense we were told was going to struggle, and it struggled. But the defense was really, really impressive. Now, maybe Minnesota isn't some offensive juggernaut, but generally speaking, the defense looked really, really good, and that great defense turbocharged a really good transition offense. So for the next little while, and maybe for the first half of the season, or maybe all year, that's what it's going to take for the Raptors to win. It was the recipe for success in game one. I think it's going to have to be the recipes for success for the next little while. But a lot of positives to take away from the first game of the season. And and Dave, you were bang on with so much you said in the prediction pod. Thank you. Thank you. That's that's a good start. Uh, Kitch, you were there uh, with the, uh, the other three characters uh you looked engaged two things your reaction and did you make any money last night uh my reaction was um if if our opponents are going to shoot 25 percent, we're going to be good this year we're going to we're going to have a good, we're going to have a good season if we hold our opponents to 25 percent. um i would say uh it was it was very sloppy um there was a lot of ball movement which i liked i liked the fact we're moving the ball on offense uh and when we didn't have ball movement that's when we didn't score and when we had ball movement that's when we scored so I think the guys are going to buy into this ball movement concept, and um, I eh. we started off the first quarter. The first quarter we started off, we didn't make a shot hardly at all, and it was like, oh my god, we're not going to make a shot. And then the boys actually actually started to make things and and made it exciting. So yeah, exceeded my expectations for game one, but uh, cautiously optimistic would be my. Well, yeah. Listen, I think cautiously optimistic is probably a, a wise way to to keep moving as we head to Chicago. Uh, however. I will say that I believe I did say this on the prediction pod as well. Um, 
the teams just can't keep shooting lights out against us like they did last year. And there are a number of times last night I thought, oh, here we go, right? There's a wide open three. You just thought, well, this will be the one that some somebody makes. And they were clanking out last night. So maybe that's a good omen where these other teams aren't going to continually light us up from three, which is great. Yeah, they only shot 25% uh, overall. And I think they were, what, 20 what were they? They were 34% overall and they were 25% from three. So that's, yeah, that's that. If you're not winning games when the other team's doing that, that's a problem. Now they did get up a hundred shots to our 90 uh, and they did out rebound us by 15. Now that's obviously they have a boatload of size. Um, but I do think like, that's one of the things that stood out to me last night. A couple of things stood out to me last night. Like the rebounding might be a problem, uh, especially when Pirtle's not in there. I mean, he was, you know, I thought, where Pirtle did a decent job last night was on the boards. Uh, other than that, I would say is relatively nondescript. Uh, so I'm a little bit concerned about that, that lack of size. Um, but yeah, overall pretty gritty, pretty gritty W. I think our, listen, it's going to be hard for anyone to convince me that Freddie is $28 million more valuable than Dennis Schroeder is. Uh, that's going to be like just the fall off is not going to be there with Dennis. It's not going to be that far. So I'm excited about, that not being a, a collapse at that position. Um, and then, you know, listen, my, my biggest disappointment Raptor uh, OG played pretty well last night. So, so far he's not a disappointment. So I like that. Um, and yeah, I, I think there was, there was uh, a lot of good uh, takeaways and, and a good start. And I'll just point out Aaron, before we come back to you on a couple of things um, per 48, Grady Dick is averaging 24 assists a game right now, just per 48. Just so we're clear. Okay, so he's uh, that could be a record. That could be a record. Um, Aaron, rotation. What do you think? We're not gonna. You don't want to compliment my precious Achua take. That looked pretty good. <gasps> oh, yeah. okay. So, all right. Listen, I, you know, it's, that's yeah, it's unfair of me. You're absolutely correct. Uh, precious did play well last night. Solid eight and eight. Looked good. I mean, he, listen, looked really good. Looked yep. re- uh, so. If that is the start of his um, escalation to to stardom, then I'm all for it. Uh, but yes, a rock solid start. So you guys, listen, I get the Grady Dick one, uh, and you guys get uh, the Precious one. That's fine. Grady Dick, Grady Dick does not get a great, a great praise from last night's appearance. In two minutes, two minutes, through an assist. And there's a reason. There was a reason he had two minutes. Oh come on! <laughs> but you asked me about the rotation, and there was one guy that I think we all probably Ooh. predicted who was going to be in that top ten, and he got a DNP CD. And I was surprised that Chris Boucher did not get any playing time in that game. And maybe when you build a roster full of six foot eight, six foot nine, six foot ten guys, you realize you might have one too many of those guys. And maybe the change in the philosophy has led to Chris Boucher being the odd man out. But you're paying a guy almost $12 million to sit on the bench right now. And for a team that in the past has built their bench out of young, exciting guys. Chris Boucher's on this bench. Thad Young's on this bench. Garrett Temple's on this bench. Otto Porter Jr.'s on this bench. Mm-hmm. It's guys who are like veterans without a ton of upside. And I think if you're not going to use Chris, and I'm sure they will use Chris, you'd probably rather stock your bench with younger guys than these like old veteran players. Yeah, listen, I, I agree. That one caught me off guard too, considering some of the praise that was heaped on Boucher from from Darko. Um 
throughout the preseason. I was surprised he got no minutes. But when you look at it, I mean, you look at the rotations. I mean, his only spot's going to be if McDaniels falls out. And McDaniels obviously was nondescript last night. But I actually like McDaniels. I'd like to see him get some run here the next four or five games, see what we're dealing with. Um, But yeah, to your point about having a team full of guys that look eerily similar uh, on the stat sheet from a a description standpoint, um, and and none of them can shoot it. So, I mean, that's a problem. You can't keep playing non-shooters uh, all the time. Um, so that one, to me, is obviously very early, but it'll be very interesting. Now, that being said, I will bet you uh, I'd be willing to wager that Boucher gets gets 12-plus minutes in Chicago tomorrow night. Be my guess. Who Who is going to play more minutes this season, Chris Boucher or Grady Dick? Oh, is this Prediction Pod uh, 2.0? Okay, I like it. Oh, well, listen, no-brainer for me. No-brainer. Grady Dick. Grady Dick, I'm going. I'm going Boucher. I'm going Boucher. I think they. I think they brought Grady in for his two minutes last night because because it's Grady, the first round pick. The fans went crazy. He was the only guy that when when he came in the game, the fans the fans got all excited and was so he, he did that for the fans. I think Boucher comes back in Grady's position in the next game. Well, can I tell you that I think Grady Dick's minutes are going to come from Malachi Flynn. I really do. So Malachi and. Uh, not a great night last night. One for three, minus fourteen plus minus. But the whole bench was not in a great space uh, from a plus minus. Only Gary and uh, only Gary and Grady had plus minutes. But, uh, but wait night. a minute. We said in the last pod we said we needed a goon on the team. Malachi Flynn was the goon. Look at the fouls he racked up last night. <laughs> in a hurry, enforcer. <laughs> Could be his role. Could be his role. Uh, so that's where I think Grady's got a chance to get some. I, I just Malachi, listen, that experiment's not going to work. Just not going to work. Uh, all right, Kitch. Anything else jump out at you last night? Yeah, a few things. So i i was I was disappointed in the excitement level of the players for the introduction. They did not look like jacked up for the start. I was like, all right, I'll buy that. And i I did not get a good vibe from Mister Pascal Siakam last night. He did not seem too engaged in the game. He did not seem like he wanted to be the leader out there. And uh, he did not look like he played basketball in the off season at all. Um, so, so I, I will. Uh, I, I was, I was, I was disappointed in Siakam, Siakam's presence. I was Ooh. ecstatic with Schroeder. Like, man, that guy. He's he's coming to play. I think. I think we'll see him really help this squad. Actually, I think he's built well for this squad. OG, if, if OG's willing just to stand there and catch a ball and shoot, awesome. When OG put the ball on the court trying to dribble and back a guy down. It was disastrous, like he always is. But when he had open shots, he was he was a solid he was a solid player last night. So those 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 three things stood up for me, Pascal and then Scotty, five blocks. You didn't put blocks in your uh, in your uh, in your well, that's what I meant. 20, 28 and five. Five blocks. Oh five blocks. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah, that was, and the other thing that me is uh is uh what's the guy's name? Anthony Edwards. Is that his name, Anthony Edwards? Ant? Ant Edwards, yeah. Love it. Holy Christ, he's a good basketball player. That guy's a that guy is a great, great basketball player. Well, he didn't play very well last night, but he is he is awesome. He's awesome. He Aaron, you, well, care, you probably missed the first half. He played well in the first half. Aaron, do you uh, care to comment on uh, anything Kitch said or add to that? Yeah, I'll say that uh, I understand that it's fun to criticize OG and Anobi's dribbling. And this is not a guy who's going to go one on one and create shots for himself. Correct. That said, a lot of his three pointers 
came off a couple dribbles coming around a screen above the break top True. of the arc and True. he actually that was an area that was talked about post game that he spent yep. the offseason trying to improve not just standing in the corner catch and shoot but maybe a dribble or two off a screen and i thought that was impressive gary Trent jr had a couple passes out of the pick and roll that led to threes and there were times where Gary was sort of asked to play with the ball and play make a little bit more than a guy who I think last season averaged like one assist per game. Yep. So that ball movement coming from Grady is going to be big for this team. And you mentioned Ant Edwards, who looked really, really good in the first half, specifically the first quarter. But then OG Ananobin, you talked about this last night. He was playing a little loose, letting Ant get a little too comfortable. But then after that, he clamped down. Yep. And uh, Darko talked about it today at practice. There's like three or four guys on this team who have already said that they think they can be all defense, defensive player of the year. We talked about Precious Achua thinks he's one of the best defenders in the league. OG Ananobi is one of the best defenders in the league. Darko says Scotty Barnes has defensive player of the year upside at some point down the road. Darko joked that you could should just give the Raptors the uh, all defensive honors. One, two, three, four, five, all to the Toronto Raptors. But I think you saw what that defense looks like when you have those guys swarming. Scotty looked really good on Cat. Anthony Edwards struggled in the second half against OG Ananobi, and this defense looked really good. Only game one, but that's what it's going to take for this team to succeed yep. this year. Yeah, I, agree. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more with you. And if they if they all sort of uh, stand out from a defensive standpoint, those three guys that we just talked about, I mean, that's a that's a massive difference, and that will uh, hopefully hide some of the sh- the offensive shortcomings. So, listen, game one, let's not get too carried away. But yeah, that was a that was a great start. Uh, defensively, I don't know how many turnovers they created. Let's, uh, I can just tell you that in a second, but it was, uh, I'm going to throw in one thing too, which was a disappointment to me. And I, and I'm sticking with it with the, uh, most disappointing is Pirtle goes to the line for his first foul, makes his first shot, smooth shot. Like, oh my God, this is great. And then completely, completely bricks his next three free throws. But, but that's going to be yak, right? Like we're not expecting this guy to shoot even 60% from the free throw line. I think he's got to shoot 50 to get playing time, though, doesn't he? Which is why I've had these questions about, is he going to be able to close games? And I I guess the Raptors tried to bring him in late in the game. They did. They were going with Precious because I think, and we'll see that moving forward a lot, because I think that they don't trust Yak's free throw shooting late in close games. I I can tell you, they and I do not trust Yak's free throw shooting. Well, you know what? Listen, how could they? I mean, you can't put him in the last three minutes of of a tight ball game like that because it's it's, it's an obvious uh, glaring weakness for us that a good coaches will take advantage of right they absolutely will and listen i i would love to be in a position where i could make 20 million dollars a year and people say things like and we know he's not going to make 60 percent of what he like imagine them to say listen dave we're gonna pay dave 20 million and he's not gonna make 60 percent of his meetings he's just not gonna do it because he can't right but what, that's awesome good for you yak Good for you. Yeah. Not great for us, but good for you. No, terrible for us. But what, I mean, what, he's found the right vocation. It's perfect. No expectations. Um, All right. Listen, uh, outside of that, I don't, uh, all right, before we go, before we go, because this is a quick one. Uh, Give me your next two games, Chicago and then Nikki Nurse back in town. Uh, Where do we finish the week? Aaron. These next two games, I think one and one. But I am curious, and I'll add a question on top of that. Right, what do you think sure. the reception is like for Nick Nurse in Toronto? Just Ooh. overwhelmingly positive? Ooh. Do you think there's oh. any, like, mm, that was a little weird the way it ended? Or is this the guy who won a championship for Toronto? 
Kitch, you want you want first crack at that? Overwhelmingly positive. I think people people I I don't I don't feel that a lot of the Toronto sports fans of the games really break it down. Like they just look at the big picture, and he won a championship for us. And I think they just look over. Like I, I, I was still dumbfounded, and I'll relate this to to Vin, when Vince Carter left, and we worshipped him when he came back, and the way he left was horrible to our to our organization. And but the fans just the fans in Toronto are they cut through the minutia and they just they look at the big picture and they're and they're they'll, they'll give an overwhelming overwhelming applause. I think and catch the week two more games, Chicago the week two more games. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one on one, yeah. I'm gonna, I, 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 I'll go one on one. I'm Philly's, Philly's, Philly's gonna be a tough match for us, but uh, yeah. All right, let me, uh, let me answer the nurse uh, question. Which I agree, it'll be overwhelmingly positive, and it should be when you think about it. I mean, the guy had a really, really, really good run. Uh, yeah, I didn't, but no, all these tenures that come to an end, they very few of them are they left sort of in the in the best of conditions, and clearly there were issues between. Masai and Nick at the end, and then obviously some of the stuff that happened to the assistant coaches last year. Yeah, so not a perfect ending by any stretch, but considering what he delivered, I mean, we were always a pretty competitive team uh, on his watch. Uh, and so, yeah, I think it's overwhelmingly great. I can't imagine... The, the, the only booing will come from the Raptors bench. Is that what you're... <laughs> well, yeah. I'm not sure I'm not sure Gary's going to be running over to shake hands with him. Uh, and you know what? And clearly Scotty Barnes isn't going to be either. Because um, So... Uh, well, t- one last thing before we get, but I think the Raps are going to win tomorrow night in Chicago. Chicago, did you did you see this? Chicago already having team meetings after their blowout loss to to my Oklahoma City Thunder, going way over forty four and a half. Um, so there, I think they might be in disarray. Uh, so I think that's the one we got to go get. And then I'm telling you right now, if James Harden shows up and plays with in Toronto on Saturday night because he's not playing tonight, he's not playing tonight. He didn't come. No, but he's not on this trip. But he might. He could be in Toronto. He's not. He's not Milwaukee. I thought it was right? the same trip. Isn't it the same trip? Yeah, but I mean, in Philadelphia to Toronto, you can. I, I think. I, I don't think it's the same trip as far as them having to go from. I think the only flight to Toronto from Philly. The only flight Tuesday is from Philly to Toronto. I think he could probably get there if he wants to. All I'm saying is, if James Harden shows up, lock it up. It's a W if James Harden shows up. Uh, but even if they don't, I'm going two and zero. I think we start the week three and zero, and what that'll be what just forty two more wins to go. Dave, do you think they will lose a game this season? Well, listen, you saw yesterday. Can, oh, actually, no, you're not on this one, Aaron. I, I told this other chat group that I'm on where we put where we it's a gambling chat group. I said, listen, take my money for this week and put it on the Raptors to win the NBA title. I believe I believe that's now back in play. Aaron, just wait. Play. Wait till we have a loss under our belt and we we blown it up. He he he, he will he will change his mind. I'll tell you what, I was almost ready to snap last night when those back to back turnovers in the fourth quarter from uh, OG when he was trying to back someone down. Uh, got ripped and then and then did you see the pass that uh, Dennis tried to make through the legs the pass back and then, like I was like oh god like, I was ready for that game to be to be lost so uh, and this pod would have been very very different uh, but no last thing did you uh, I don't know Aaron if you saw it Kitch I sent it to you uh, did you see the uh, Darko reaction in the locker room after Kitch you didn't see it we, I, oh. we could hear it from from down the hall it seriously was like the screaming coming from down the hall was was crazy but obviously darko was fired up and he came in i don't know if you noticed that he came in yelling before the players doused him in water so totally like and thank god they doused him at that it would have been it would have been uncomfortable had no one reacted to that but kitch so darko comes flying in the locker room like screaming like a crazy person uh and then eventually the guys like sort of rallied around him his first obviously uh head coaching win so he was pretty excited and there was a little chat um you know like him talking to the team after it was all it was all good the only thing 
listen, I might be too old school for this sort of stuff. Like I love the enthusiasm, but if that's your reaction to a win on game one. Like, I don't know. It, it's going to be tough to like, I'm a big believer in uh, pretend like you've done it before. Like, like you've been here before. It's like, uh, but, but I get he had it. Never for, been there before. He'd never well, won clearly, a game before. Clearly, clearly, he had not been there before. Yeah, he proved that. Uh, but I mean, I listen. I'm not going to shit on him. I like the energy. Uh, but catch to your Siakam point. If you go watch the video, Siakam nowhere to be found in that sort of uh, congratulatory. Listen, we got to look for stuff, Aaron. It's I total body uh, body language doctor stuff. Like I agree with Kitch. Like I was watching for that. It's a little early. I'm not gonna. We we will have the regular update on the Siakam uh, vibes, but um, yeah, I'm I am a little worried about the Siakam vibes for sure. Even would though I prefer, would you have preferred they do the baseball silent treatment where he walks in and nobody nobody even yeah. looks at him? You know what? One thousand percent. That would have been awesome. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. Listen. With that, I don't think we've got anything else. That's uh, game one in the books. Uh, and. Kids, did you, did you apparently I got one more thing. I got one more thing. Yeah. Like, so last night, I trudge my way like all the way from my seat, all the way up section 1617 to find oh. our cohort. And then he's not even where he told. So I got to go back out in the aisle. I got to come back in at 116. And I walk right in front of him. And he looks at me like I'm a complete stranger. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, who's this guy standing in front of me? I'm like, Jesus Christ, we're on the pot of that. The bigger face. <laughs> You know what, Aaron? Aaron come, on. I, come on, I get it. That's a that's a smooth. Yeah, you know what? Not my place of work. That's basically what saying. Not my place of work. Right? <laughs> yeah, stay away. Yeah. You know, so many people are coming up to me nowadays from this oh, podcast. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, you know, yeah. I just thought this was one of you know dozens of people, hundreds of people that were coming up to you. That All guy right, good answer. Podcast. Good. Aaron, will you sign my microphone? Uh, okay, listen. Uh, well done, uh, Raptors. Want to know? On our way. Yeah. There we go. Well, Kitch, yeah. Take it away, Kwai. Take it away, Kwai. We don't yeah, need you. <laughs> Kawhi up top. Looks at the clock. Turns the corner for the win.